0: Good morning, noon, and evening around the world and across the shards. The Cavern Today brought to you by the Cavern Communications Network and Until fan presentation. If you want to follow along at our blog, or for photos or other information like that all-important email where you can send your G-rated comments, please go to echo2thecaverntoday.blogspot.com music is courtesy of Huru's LCC. Your hosts today are Tayan and Verloum.
1: Shira, and welcome to our special edition sportscast. We will be bringing you the Neo Olympics live from the cabin, so please accept our apologies for the low sound quality. We had a sky installed at the top of the cavern, but there might still be a few problems we haven't worked out. We're looking forward to watching the Dini Olympics and bringing you the latest news and weather. My name is Steve Crox, in case you didn't recognise me, and I'm the producer, editor and director of this month's SportsCast. Miss Miller Cuddy is with us again. I know, I had hoped she wouldn't be joining us, but Ruby did not insist. Tyon caught up with
0: her earlier this week. Every athlete coming today is a welcome guest. I have a feeling that a certain office receptionist may show up here. I asked O to give her some extra work so she would not have any time to prepare here today. But she sounded awfully determined when I talked to her the other day. Tyon, I'm
2: so glad I ran into you at our new water cooler.
0: Yeah, well, I wanted to talk to you about the nail file you left anyway. Did you get my memo?
2: I think so. Anyway, I know you're very busy, but I need some help filling out this form.
0: What
3: form?
2: The form I need to complete so I can enter the Dunny Olympics. Mr. Crox has been going through his own mail early in the morning before I get in. You know, he comes to the cavern... A different time zone, and he gets to the office about five hours before I do. He filters out all the good stuff of his in-basket before I. I certainly
0: wouldn't want you going through my mail. Tell me again, how did you get employed here? No, wait, don't bother. I don't really want to know more than I need to know.
2: Yeah, it's top secret anyway, says Mrs. Ruby-O. She doesn't want me to tell anybody, even you, mister Tyon, how she came to find the bots and temporary service I come from. (laughs) I can tell you this, though. She googled it. She googles everything.
0: Oh, sheesh. I bet she does.
2: I'm a long-distance runner, you know, Mr. Tyon, and a tent jumper. I can do a perfect dive.
0: I don't think I believe you, McGillicuddy. You've got to be kidding.
2: No, I can, or at least I could, until Mr. McGillicuddy replaced the diving board into our hot tub with a slide.
0: A diving board in a hot tub? How is that possible?
2: You can have one, too, Mr. Tyon. Consider our height. (coughs) I'm an avvi bot. Do you have a cold, Mr. Tyon?
0: Yes, and you're just aggravating it.
2: Anyway, consider our height. I'm an avi bot. I can't be more than an inch tall. That makes the hot tub where I live look like a lake.
0: Whatever. I really don't want to go there. But I have to now. Why the slide?
2: Mr. McGillicuddy likes to climb to the top of the slide, and then he holds his nose, and he lets go of the handles, and whoosh, he slides right down, squealing all the way. I don't like the slide, because I don't like heights.
0: Oh, dear. I imagine that's a scene. I would rather... But hey, wait a minute. You said you were a diver. How could you not like heights?
2: i'm a low board diver
0: and a runner don't forget you said you were a runner too how far do you run anyway
2: miles i run miles "'Do you know we have a person who works at the office? His name is Miles. "'Mrs. Root B. O. said we were lucky to have Mr. Miles working here. "'He designs our website and helps me to administrate the forum with Mr. Croft.'
0: "'Helps you, huh?'
2: "'Yes, Mr. Miles has already come to me a couple of times for advice. "'I set up the forum topic for the water-coolers.' both for the lobby and the staff, and more recently I set up the storyboard topic. He said I did a good job and only made several mistakes.
0: I wouldn't let you near the form if it was me making those decisions.
2: I didn't hear that. Could you repeat that? I was looking. It says I have to relinquish all rights to my winner's story to the cavern today, if I win, and someone from this place interviews me. I can't do that. I have a book deal brewing. See,
0: that is what I mean. Your user key is not fully operable. You don't have a book deal, McGillicuddy.
2: Yep, I do. I'm writing a non-fiction book about the cavern and its people. I've included a chapter about you, Mr. Tyon, because you are the host of this show. And I have one for Verlune, and Moog and Mrs. Jean, and Ms. Zam, too. And lots of other people who live and work in the cavern.
0: I can imagine. Well, I am letting them all know that they are being watched, so don't expect any more candid conversations out of any of them.
2: None of them talk to me, but they do say Shora. I think Shora means hi. It
0: does. What kind of a
2: so I don't know if I should fill out this form or not. I may be giving away my rights to my own story. I'm sure to win, you know.
0: No, I don't know. You can't be sure, and you don't have...
2: Yes, I do. Mr. Mill has been helping out with some things. He is going to rev my ram and set the mackerel for the dive.
0: Sounds like you were looking for a cheat to me.
2: No cheat. A little pre plan that's all. I'm going to so miss getting this trophy if I don't do this. No, I won't let that gnarly disclaimer bother me. I'm forging ahead. Will you help me?
0: <laughs> I oh, certainly cold. Yes, it's awful. I certainly will not. You are going to cheat. You are going to write a book about me, and you are going to get me involved in some scam and Crox is going to be furious with me for helping you. And there is the issue of the nail file and my wet... Where are you going? You need to listen to this.
2: I have to see you, Mr. Tyon. I'm far too busy to listen to you go on today. I have an appointment with Mr. Verilune to help me out with this form at 10 a.m. sharp. You what? But I thought you... Needed your help? No, I have that covered. You just look so lonely standing there at the water cooler, and I wanted to make you feel more comfortable here.
0: I feel perfectly comfortable. I am not the one who's been fired and rehired. I'm not the.
2: Sure, Mr. Tyon. That means bye.
0: <sighs> oh. Oh. Being a host of the cavern today is turning out to be more work than I ever imagined. Who would have even thought I'd be working with a bot? Be sure to catch our next podcast for another episode of the continuing saga of Mrs. McGillicuddy, the receptionist bot. Voice of Tyon by Tyon, and the voice of Mrs. McGillicuddy is done by Andy.
4: Shora, this is Ruby O'Degui filling in for Lissa, and bringing you our special sports cavern today news and weather. Today it is 65 degrees in the cavern purposely kept cooler for the runners and other athletes who came to participate in the finals of the 2005 Dunny Olympic. I was told by the guilt of caterers an elaborate device was used to create ice. The ice was used to cool the lake water. A fan was brought in from a newly discovered age. The name would spoil it for some to hear now. This fan was used to stir a little breeze over the lake and the next thing you know, a slightly cooler than average temperature for the entire cavern. When the water warms up again, the effect will wear off unless something is permanently done. Mr. Over There from the Maintainer's Guild assured me the fan will definitely be returned to the age once the closing ceremony is over. Rex Havoc concurs with this information. There are other explorers who have not yet seen the great fan that creates weather. All explorers who are interested in knowing more about the fan should contact their local Miss 5 travel agent about booking a trip. It is well worth the price of a desktop ticket. No separate shard boarding pass is necessary to get a glimpse of the great sand. On the surface today in southern New Mexico, it is 70 degrees and fair. A wisp of cloud here and there, no chance of rain. In Spokane, Washington today, it is blissfully sunny, not a cloud in the sky. The temperature is a moderate 72 degrees. It is a great time to take a trip to Mount Spokane State Park. The news today is all about the Olympics here in the cavern. But we do have a special report from Eder Gira. Old Man comes to us with a story about basket surfing.
5: Not exactly what I said. As you know, I've been covering the story about the Ribbons Narrows construction project. I decided to take the local transportation on the engage. I boarded what I believe is the old Ribbons Sun and made my first stop with a couple of site managers who are working on the Narrows pipelines into the project. Just a second. Yes, I got their names, Morgan Gen and David Gen. Must be brothers. Anyway, they said they were using a new compound out there that They said a mixture of Java L 3458, Visual Basic, and a little C would be the trick. But they needed to see someone about getting a little more material. They we were both headed for the UO forum when I ran into them. They got off at the first stop, but the sub never stopped at the second stop, and I'm still making my way around the bottom of the lake bed. They seem like nice enough fellows, still I'm not sure whether to pry my way out of the car and float to the surface, or just ride around a little longer. Could you send someone out here to rescue me, maybe?
4: Yeah, old man, I will try to get a hold of someone. It just looks like the emergency workers I usually call are tied up at the moment on hold in case of any accident that might uh, happen here at the Olympics. If anyone out there is listening and is available to help our reporter, Old Man, with a non-life-threatening fix, please go to our form and register now.
3: <sighs>
4: yeah, that should do it. I'm supposed to be the news anchor here, not in charge of some research and rescue. Thank you, Old Man, for that report. This is Ruby Odegee from CNN. Now back to our special sports programming with Steve Prock.
1: Hello, this is Steve Crocs reporting to you on the Pepsi Memorial Marathon. It's already been an exciting start here. Gavin was unable to make it so a race between Donahue and Gerd Peter Hercard. Donahue came out top and she's taking the seventh place in the race. Oh, I'm getting some through the caps here. Moog wants to tell you a little something on Pepsi.
6: Hello again, this is Moog. One of the events we'll be featuring in the special edition of the Cavern today is the Pepsi Memorial Marathon. Now this deserves some explanation. For starters, it's not named after the beverage. Pepsi was the screen name of a very special lady who was one of the highlights of the Uru experience for many of us. Not only was she a regular in the cavern during prologue, she was also a greeter, an original member of the DLA or the Dini League of Activities, and a moderator and community assistant on the Uru forums. We all enjoyed her bright outlook on the game and the sparkling personality that shone through in her postings. Those of us who spent any time at all on the Uru forum looked forward to her contributions. So it came as a real blow when we saw a forum posting from Katie, the Ubisoft community manager, on December 29, 2004, breaking the sad news that Pepsi had passed away. We'd only recently found out that she'd even been ill, so news of her death hit us pretty hard. While researching for this intro, I happened to cross a piece that Pepsi herself had written during the Uru prologue, and I'd like to read it for you now. Pepsi writes, I have been a Mist addict since Mist first came into being. I loved Mist, Riven, and I even loved Exile. But none of them have had the impact on me that Uru has had. I am an avid, and I didn't see how that could be any deeper than it already was until I made my first steps into Uru. And let me say part of that again and stress what I mean. Until I made my first steps into Uru. Why have I stressed those words? Because I live my days in a scooter, an electric wheelchair, it is my legs. Unless you have ever been likewise confined, you can't completely understand what I am about to tell you. You can imagine what it might be like, but you can't really completely understand it. I have been mostly confined to my scooter from juvenile rheumatoid arthritis, diagnosed at age 13, since I was 16, and I am now 50. I remember how it felt to run and jump in my mind, but that hasn't been the case for over 20 years now. But I recently was allowed to feel that feeling again. I wouldn't have believed it myself. As much as I loved Mist, Denis, and the whole Atrus storyline, I would never have believed what impact a game could have on my life. But it did, and I will be forever grateful to Rand, Cyan, and Ubi for giving me that feeling back. My first night in Uru was so unbelievable. I had heard about the beta test, and applied with little hope of getting in, since I had never done anything like it before. But I was accepted, and when I entered the desert, it seemed like the start of any game, a fun thing, but nothing more. Or so I thought at the time. But as I began my journey, things began to change. It wasn't just the clues and the puzzles, and for that matter, even the beauty I was encountering. It was the way I was beginning to feel inside. I stayed to myself mostly, shy and unsure of myself. But then I met C.A. Wolf, or G.W., as I affectionately call him. I also met Tink and others. And I felt the lure then of actually being with fellow misters in this magnificent environment. And the feelings kept evolving. No longer was I just Janet and her scooter in the living room at my computer. I was Pepsi, who could walk and run and jump. And oh, God, that was wonderful. When I was in Uru with my newfound friends exploring, I was in Dani with my newfound friends exploring. I could feel myself jump to the ledge in Edergira, Gira and get the journey cloth and I could feel myself running through the puddle of water in Kadesh Talisa while heading for the second puzzle. These were not the feelings going on, however. I also felt that I was really there when we would gather just to talk or play tag or hide-and-seek. I have made so many close friends in Uru. This has been a very unique game, quote-unquote. Uru is a game that isn't just a game. It's a game that gave me back my legs And let me forget about the scooter while I was there. What has Uru meant to me? It has meant the world to me. Signed, Pepsi. So Pepsi, this one's for you. And this is Moog, signing off.
1: Thank you, Moog. Hopefully until Uru will bring the same experience to many others. This is Miles at the starting line for the Pepsi Marathon. And the race is about to begin. The lineup is Marcus, Gav, Old Man, SP1, Shatsu, and Dunahoo. Rex is starting the countdown. And they're off. SP1 has jumped into the lead, closely followed by Shatsu and Anthony. Gavin Marcus are almost neck to neck. What's this? Old Man and Dunahoo are frozen, oh no! Wait, Dunahoo seems to be moving now. She's not moving her legs, but she's starting to catch up with the pack. Oh, and Ol- Old Man is off now as well. As well as catching up on Dunahoo, can they catch up and win? Steve, over to you. OK, thank you, Delanor. I think I can see them coming up the stairs now. sb one is in the lead. He is closely followed by Shiatsu. Oh, Anthony's just come up the stairs with Gav right behind him. This is so close at this point, it could be anyone's race. Oh, I'm seeing Donahue come up the stairs now, followed by Old Man. Right, well, over to you, Sam.
7: Yes, I'm sitting at the T-junction. I'm waiting for the marathon runners. Oh, here they come. It's getting excited. Yes, it is SP-1, I can see him. He's followed by Shatsu, And there is Antonia and Gav just behind. Oh, here comes someone without any hotspot. Oh, it is Donahu. It must be her. And here comes Old Man, but... I saw only six people. Where is Marcus? I hope for him he didn't crash.
1: Okay, I'm at the finishing line, waiting for them to come through the tree now. Oh, SP-1's just come round the clear, he's coming... He's coming round. SP1 has just come round the corner. He's coming through the tree now. Oh, now I can see Shatsu. Anthony's behind him, coming through the tree. Oh, it's over. SP1 has won the race. He's crossed the line. He has won. Oh, Gab is right behind Anthony. He Could he take third place? Oh, Shatsu has just crossed the line. Shatsu is second. Oh, and Anthony is now. Anthony has held on to third place. Gav is fourth. He must be gutted. Donahue
0: is 5th, old Man,
1: she's training along behind now, in 6th. What
0: a race. Before the event started, me, Zam, and Ruby met up.
4: Hello. Hey. Good morning. Hi. Or I guess it's evening for you <coughs> or some afternoon. Hello, Ruby. How are you? Fine. I'm just kind of waking up here. Ty never went to bed. Not too tired? <laughs> oh.
0: You know what, Zam? Ru- I am strangely feeling awake. Despite the fact that I have not gotten any sleep.
7: What time is it for you?
0: 5.01 a.m. in the morning.
7: Oh. What? I was fast asleep when it was 5 a.m. for me. <laughs> Which was a long time ago now.
0: You know what, Ruby, what we should say to anyone who gets up or comes onto the chat?
7: Mm-hmm.
0: We should say good morning, noon, or evening. <laughs> considering <laughs> <that good. laughs> That's why. That's what we started with that. Remember. The first game was Hannah Gretty versus Allmist. Narration will be from game one, game yeah. two. Hannah Gretty yeah. versus Marin. Both season. played, and Hannah won. She's very skilled. I'm told she's from the German Shards, and And they play a lot of Heek over there, so we had a very, very well-skilled and competitive Heek. uh After Hannah won the initial rounds, uh, Almist and Marin competed to see who could win the Silver Cup.
7: It could go on ages if they keep clicking on the book, the two of them. They're thinking in the same way.
0: They're probably both very Mm -hmm. nervous. Good move by Almest. That's one ink color.
7: He did like. play well this one. She she will lose if he sh- if she keeps playing the book because now he k- he seems to to read her thinkings and he keeps playing the red and the red is always winning over the book. What are they going to play now? It will be interesting.
0: I hope he doesn't play the beetle.
7: Oh, he, he played did. the book. <laughs>
0: They're definitely getting better at this. That's excellent. Now they both have an equal chance of if he plays the wrong card, it's all over. Oh, they both went for the ink.
7: I was sure they were going to play this one. I don't know why.
0: If he plays the ink and she plays the beetle, he's dead. If he plays the beetle and she plays the book, he's dead. Let's see what he does. Oh, he, oh, he won.
7: He has line. two rounds, and she has three now.
0: If Almist wins this next round, they are tied.
7: Yes, so they will have to play the seventh round to see who is the winner of the, of this game.
0: Hannah gets the first point. Excellent music
7: one each now it is getting more and more interesting because I think now they are really trying to win the game and Olmist Miss seems to be uh, you know very concentrated now and all is getting a book now so he has one of each and he's getting two bitter he could win now you have two lights on the over same color. She's
0: got two books, two beetles, and one ink.
7: Okay. She's got... Two beatles. okay he won the 6th round so they are, they they are, are tight, taught. we will need the 7th round to say who is the winner, that is an exciting game.
3: I know,
0: he made a wonderful comeback.
7: So the, l- the last round will be exciting because it will determine who is the winner and it's Anna Gertie who just clicked, we are waiting for all Miss choice. Ole Miss has two lights now and she has only one. Oh, both books. Yes.
0: Oh, Hannah got him.
7: And he has a beetle now. He has one of each. Oh, oh, she has two beetles now. Oh, good move. He is going to have two books and she has two beetles. It is very tight again.
0: Hannah, attempt the same thing again. Oh, she's
7: going to have a red light. Now. Oh, she has two red now, so he's got
0: to play his cards very careful. Good oh, good job! Oh, she ha-
7: has two beetles now. A really tight game. Yes, no. If Anna Gertie wins, she wins the game because she has two of each color. So,
0: oh, he played the wrong card.
7: Yes, Anna Gertie is the winner. And but he... he did really play well. Yes, he congratulations. did. Congratulations to both of them.
0: Yes, congratulations. With that, we proceeded to game two. Hannah Gretti versus Marin. Both played and Hannah won. She's very skilled. I'm told she's from the German Shards. And they play a lot of Heek over there. We had a very, very well skilled and competitive Heek player. After Hannah won the initial round, Allmist and Marin competed to see who could win the silver cup.
7: It was decided because of a lack of time that it would be played in five rounds. Marin got the first one and Allmist got the third one. We take on from here. For the moment, Marin has two blue lights and a green one. Allmist has nothing. Oh, and Marin keeps getting light. He has a green one now. Red, Olmist got his first light. It's a blue one. No, Olmist had two green lights and one blue. So now, whatever Marin is going to play, he's getting a light, he's winning. Oh, Olmis just got a red light. It has been quite exciting because now it has been two rounds that Marin could win, and he hasn't. It must be the most exciting game of today. I'm sorry you are not here, Tyon. Oh no, the game is finished. Marin just won it. He has the silver medal. Hello, it's Ruby and Zam here reporting on the Eater Gira High Dive. It could start
4: any moment now. Oh, somebody jumped in. Oh, there it goes. (laughs) He (coughs) dived. Oh, is that the robot? (laughs) Oh, it was
7: Meehan. Meehan has just jumped. Oh, apparently Golden Wedge has already jumped. He's been spotted in Agorah in his bathrobe. He gave me a bit of a shock. Okay,
4: someone else has just dived. Very well done there, Meehan.
7: Okay, it seems like Veralun is getting ready to dive. Okay, so now Irene has come,
4: the judge, and she's asked for quiet. Veralun is familiar with the scoring and including the bonus system. He says he is, and he's getting ready to approach the edge of the cliff. Irene has told him to go. He's about ready to approach the cliff edge. And I can see him coming up. He's taking his stance. He was, okay, he's ready to approach the edge of the cliff. Okay. And he's jumped. He's dived. Great. And can you see up. the dive? Yeah, I just saw the dive and it
7: was excellent. Great. And now he's bowing. He's taking a bow. Okay, so Golden Wedge has won the event with 16.5 pounds. And Maison came in second with 15.6 points. And our very own Veralrun has come in third place with 14.5 points.
0: And now for a short interlude provided by Moog. The grandeur of the cavern is
8: astonishing, it's true. The scenery takes your breath at every turn. One thinks it would be apparent that the proper thing to do is to stroll about at leisure. But we learn that the normal mode of transport is to run for all you're worth, with leaps and bounds descend the staircase grand. To flit about in frenzy in this wonder of the earth, I must admit, I didn't understand. Until the thought occurred to me, this crowd must be engaged in a desperate search for something out of sight. Great zero markers? Surely not! They almost seemed enraged as they tore around the cavern every night. "'Of course, that's it!' I cried at last, returning from a break, during which I paid a visit to the loo. What else could cause the frenzy but the innocent mistake of forgetting Dunny must have toilets, too? Dunny with no toilets, so oh, it's tragic, but we trust that nature's call will never heeded be.
0: For in the lake,
8: for algae's sake, we never, ever must, under any
9: circumstances, pee.'"
0: Thanks for that, Mog. And now, back to the Olympics.
9: Hello, this is Ferelun, with Sam covering the tent climbing event. We at CSCN are very excited, as one of our own will be competing. to Lanor.
7: Lanor is about to start. He may get two gold medals if he wins this.
9: Look at him. He goes very fast.
7: Yes, 33 seconds. He's already on the second rope. Oh, can he make it? Can he do it? Oh, no. Unfortunately, it's past 2 minutes 30 seconds. He won't be breaking his personal best.
9: At this moment, it's Dlanor. Marijn in second place and Said is third. Oh, he's made it up.
7: He's jumping out. I have him timed at three minutes. Whoa, Dlanor.
9: Woo, Dlanor.
7: Shader, come on.
9: Go, go, go. Ah.
7: She hasn't made it. No, she can't make it up.
9: I know that feeling. When you are nearly there and you start to run, only you have to come off.
7: Oh, she's timed out.
9: Yeah, it was expected, but she's still in third place.
7: Can he's up next? Wow, very good climbing. Wow. Yes, if he can do the second rope, he'll have a very good time.
9: What are you doing?
7: He needs to get on the sandbags, I think. I think he's taking his time.
9: I think he has more than... No. Two minutes unless Jamie puts in a good score, Lanor will win. Oh, his time is up.
7: We have Jimmy left who will try and beat everyone to win and get a medal. For the moment, Lanor is first, Marin is second, and Shadow is third. No! Added to the second rope, so he's doing better than his last time. He's having problem getting onto the bag.
9: There go Jamie for a third attempt at the rope. Sometimes getting onto something is difficult. He's ready to make an attempt now. Oh no!
7: He's timed out. Okay, I'm off to speak to our winner, Dlanor. So Dlanor, it is your second gold medal. You won one already yesterday. How do you feel about that?
3: Yes, I also won the, the Island half and uh, this is indeed my second medal and it feels very good, of course.
7: Yes, the actual shot is very proud of you, you know. And um, can you give any tip for the people who will try to climb the ropes uh, in the next few days or maybe in, uh, for the next year, Olympic Games, because uh, the second rope seems to be very tricky to everyone.
3: Yes, it is very tricky. And I noticed that some people were trying to run up that rope. Well, I could never do that. And as far as I know, there's only one person who can do that. At least that's what, he, what he, told, he told himself. Not sure if that's true. But my advice would be don't run up that rope. Carefully line up. And just when you are at the top and are going to jump on the tent, You have to turn left and then you will land in the right place.
7: Thank you. I hope everyone will be able to follow your tricks and be able to climb this rope from now on. I wanted to know, do you know if uh, for this uh, climbing uh, event, uh, people climb backwards? Was it uh, in the rule? Was it forbidden or not?
3: I don't think it was mentioned, so if anyone wanted to do that, I think it was possible. But climbing backwards of course is more difficult than climbing forward, at least for most people.
7: Yeah, I was telling the earlier that when once you got the trick to climb backwards it is uh, much easier than climbing forward, at least for the first row uh, rope, because I never tried for the second one.
3: No, I never tried for the second one either. Maybe it'll make to it easier. Try.
7: <laughs> we will try in the next few days, maybe we will achieve something new. Yeah. So congratulations from uh, all the C C N team for your two medals, and uh, we hope to see you back next year for the next peak. Do you think you will uh, register for any game?
3: Yes, I, I think I will. Uh,
7: Con balancing maybe?
3: Yes, that's something will else. Will you add uh, that? Something else? Um, I learned recently, so maybe uh, I, I could try that too. But I hope we uh, have some more competitors next year.
7: Maybe yes, it would be good to have more competitors
3: and more people, more people in until Euro. In general, would be nice. Although we don't have anything to complain uh, right now because people all be sharp here in, until Euro Locator.
7: Yes, I think we since uh, the Euro anniversary we did have uh, more people than the last few months, so it is getting. Uh, well, this you uh, thing, and I hope it will stay like that for many months, and even many years.
0: Hello fans. We at the Cavern today would like to apologize at not being able to bring you the 5K run event. Due to technical issues, we were not present. Marcus Five won the run with Shatsu in second place. We also have the unfortunate news that the cone balancing was cancelled due to technical difficulties. Again, we apologize. This is Tyon of The Cavern Today.
4: We are pleased to present The Cavern Today's own serial drama, Journey of the Called, narrated by Zam and featuring the voices of Tayan as himself. Moog as Jeff and the Stranger, and Moyeti Jean as Sarah, written by Tyone and edited by Moati Jean. Previously on Journey of the Called, their rescue from the earthquakes in Dunny has left Jeff, Sarah, and many others stranded in a ruined Baro cave. A mysterious stranger who has power even to summon and harm the Baro has taken Tyon captive. When the stranger presents Jeff and Sarah with what appears to be a working relto link, they must decide whether to risk peril to escape their prison. Now, episode three of Journey of the Called.
10: I'm not sure how it's possible, but I think this book is Tyon's. See the symbol on the back? Ty's had that.
8: So, uh, did this guy steal it then?
7: Maybe. But look at these pages. Jeffy threw Tyon's Realtor book and saw that there were many new Y'sha pages. One bore a symbol that resembled water. Another looked like misty fog.
8: If it's tires, and it, it should be safe, right?
7: I still don't trust it.
8: Why not? Yes, Sarah, why not?
10: I'm really starting to hate that. Why do you keep popping in on
8: us for? I only wish to see what you will do.
10: You seem to know our names, at least tell us yours.
8: Very well then. My name is Kiral. Shura. Well, finally a straight answer.
10: Kiral, huh?
0: How long are you going to keep me trapped like this? Oh, forever, my friend. I'm not your friend. No. I'm crushed. Wish.
8: (laughs) I do like that about you. You have such spunk.
0: Yeah, well, if you like me that much, then let me go. I don't like you that much. That's what I thought.
1: My dear
8: Tyon, there was once a time when I wouldn't have heard a fly. And then Yisha came to me and told me of a journey. Okay, and what happened? I took that journey, and I took all that I could hold. But then she told me to give back what I took, and I couldn't. I'd love the power to link at will, to travel to the many ages, to control all, to... You're a fool. Ha! And why is that, Ty? Hmm? Yisha said it herself. What is not given back will be taken. Don't you quote Yisha to me. Her rambles are nothing but old and stupid sentiment. It's the truth. Enough! How oh, I can't stand her self-righteous speeches. The light. The ridiculous preaching. Denis was once a powerful race ruled by kings and... And what was their
0: downfall, huh? Greed, pride, selfishness, clinging to what they could have given back. They... You just don't listen, do you, Tyon? I think I'm through
8: with you. Here, join the one you follow.
7: Kirol waved his hand at a nearby wall, and a part of it vanished, revealing a small chamber. There, bound in chains was Isha, unconscious. On the ground beside her were two barrows, who were likewise motionless. Well,
8: <laughs> farewell, Tyon. This is where your journey ends.
7: With another dismissive gesture from Kirol, Tyon felt himself linked across the room. And then, he saw Kirol smile his dark smile, as all around him faded into darkness. Who knows
10: what's been done to it? We shouldn't use it!
8: It's either that, or the black hole in the floor.
10: This is getting us nowhere.
8: If we use it, then yes, we could end up in a prison book or a dark void, but Sarah, our alternative is to sit in this cave until we starve to death or run out of air. Maybe using the book will give us some idea what's happened to Ty and everybody else.
10: I know, you're right. Okay, let's just you and I try linking.
8: Alright then, I'll, I'll find someone to handle things here.
7: Jeff walked away into the crowd of refugees, leaving Sarah a moment to wrestle with doubt. What they were about to do might be a mistake, but the choices, for the moment, were being forced on them. There really was no alternative. They would have to play Kirol's game. Ready? Ready as I'll ever be.
8: Okay then, here we go.
7: Jeff touched the blinking panel and shimmered into nothingness. Sarah took one last hesitant look around her and placed her hand on the book.
4: Our story will continue in the next episode of Journey of the Called. Thank you for tuning in. Episode 3 was produced by Tyone. Moyati Jean and Ruby Odegui for the Cavern Communications Network. To learn more, visit www.thecaverntoday.com. Please join us next time.
10: Special thanks to Hardmoon for allowing us to use music from their album Space Music for the Millions. This episode of Journey of the Call used the songs Here, Pack, An, and Nebula. You can listen to these and other great music by Hard Moon at www.hardmoon.com.
1: I suppose we should wrap up our event coverage by crediting the organizers, Rex Havoc and the Tika, the judges and winners of Marcus Farn, Marianne. Golden Wedge, Delanor, SP1, and the other participants, and of course our own staff, Marilyn, Zan, Tyon, Rubio de and Delanor, our technical advisor, and of course anyone else who helped us during the day.
4: Yes, I thought covering the 2005 Dunny Olympics was great fun, and getting together in our new sky booth was lots of fun too. We are working out ways to bring live event coverage to our listeners, and it is a good thing... As the holiday season is right around the corner and there are going to be a number of events to cover. Being able to listen to the team speak conversation and still record play-by-play play is a big advantage.
0: Zam and I enjoyed covering the HEEK tournament,
4: It was actually more exciting than I ever expected
0: it to be. I remember playing Heek back in the prologue days. I only did it a bit because I wanted to keep my scores up in the high zone. I will be facing off with Millicuddy in a Heek game soon though.
4: Yes, and I'm going to learn to jump to those islands in the mist one way or the other. Even my fear of heights won't deter me.
1: Sure it won't, Ruby. Didn't you tell me it took you three or four hours to cross the Kadish Tulsa wire to the Barrow Pit?
4: Yes, I think I did. But I'm losing a little of that fear. Something about working from a sky booth and traveling by CCN blimp from one age to the other. It's going to make me stronger.
1: I'm glad you had a good time watching the Heek Time, but for now it's time to bring this podcast to a close. Thanks for all listening, and be sure to catch our next podcast due around October 31st. For information about the cast, go to our new and improved website at www.thecaverntoday.com and visit our forum. Just click on the tab and register if you desire. Our podcast, our shortwave, and soon we'll even have a vidcast. will all be up there. Good night and shower from all of us at the Cavern
0: Communicators Network. Been listening to the Cavern Today, brought to you by the Cavern Communications Network, and until Uru Fan presentation around the world and across the shards. If you need more information about our program, for photos or other information like that all-important email address where you can send your G-rated comments, please go to echo2thecaverntoday.blogspot.com. Music was courtesy of Uru's LCC. The CNN production crew is Old Man Canada, Lisa Texas USA, Supergram New York USA, Miles South Africa, Delanor the Netherlands, S.J. Illinois USA, Steve Crox the United Kingdom, Ruby O Florida USA. If you would like to become a part of Until Uru Cameron Life, please go to. Plasma.Sciamworlds.com.
4: This is Ruby O'Degee signing off.
0: This
8: is Moog signing off.
7: This is Anne signing off now. Goodbye, everyone.
1: Shura, see you in the cabin. This is Miles for the cabin
0: today. Signing off.
9: This is Allen from the cabin. Signing off.
0: Thanks for joining us for this year's Dini Olympics. This is your host Tyon, signing off.
1: This is Steve Crox saying goodbye and hoping you enjoyed our special edition podcast.